0: This morning, get yourself a blue hymnal, and we're going to turn to number 15. One, five, 15. let's all stand if you can 445
1: let's sing out worshiping the lord here
0: Seated. Well, good singing. Um, just a couple of announcements. Uh, is uh, tonight is going to be our praise service. Let me encourage you. Think about it. And I know some people don't like to, to you know speak in public, but I got to tell you, the praises are an encouragement. Just for not just for you to be able to praise, but they're an encouragement to us. And so I just uh, pray that you you be here tonight. It's really. Uh, it's a tradition I brought from the church that I was saved in. It was always my favorite service. We actually did it back then on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And, uh, and it's just, uh, I, I pray that it uh, just be a time of blessing here tonight. So please do be here for that if you can. Then uh, Tuesday is going to be our midweek service this week. Tuesday, same time. And, uh, and so uh, if you can make it out on Tuesday night, uh... please do be here for that we will have no services on wednesday and then um, uh... we have a ladies' christmas event on december second by the way let me also add that uh... we need to have a business meeting and we will be having it on the twenty ninth okay so if you have any concerns i have the uh... i have the outline of what we're going to be dealing with if you'd like to know please do uh... uh, you, uh we want everybody to have your input and so uh, please do let me know if you have any concerns, but we will we, it's absolutely necessary that we have it on the 29th. And so please do uh, be here for that and be in prayer for that. And then the Christmas program is December the 17th, and so we're looking forward to uh, uh, looking forward to uh, that. And we will be having choir practice tonight. And if you have any uh, choir specials or anything, please do let me know. Not choir specials, but you know what I mean, special music. Help me out here, Amen. All right, we're going to receive our morning tithes and offerings if our men will come to receive those. Brother Jason, would you ask the Lord's blessing in the offering, please? All right, we're going to sing number 370. This would be good things to do in this week, amen. Count your blessings. Let me encourage you to sing out. 463, 463. Great God, amen. I want you to turn with me this morning to the book of Mark. The book of Mark, I'm going to be, it's Thanksgiving, you can't help but preach about being thankful, and so I want to preach about thankfulness this morning. This might seem like an odd text, but I, I think you'll see that it fits. But Mark chapter 5 and verse 18 is where we're going. Mark chapter 5. Beginning in verse 18, the Bible says this, it says, And when he had come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. If you're familiar, this is the context of the scriptures. He has just delivered the demon-possessed man at Gadara from his demons. He has been found to be seated, clothed, and in his right mind. And I want you to know this one thankful human being. Because the Bible says in verse 19, the Bible says, Howbeit, Jesus suffered him not. He tried to get into the boat with Jesus. Jesus wouldn't let him. The Bible says, But he saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. Father, we love you. We thank you for the privilege to sing your praises here this morning. We thank you for the health that you've given us to enjoy that we can assemble here together. And Father, we do uh, just want to praise you and thank you for every good gift and every perfect gift, knowing that it comes from you. And Father, help us to see even the good in a trial. Help us to see the good in difficult times. And Father, help us to see the good when we're hurting. And help us to see the good when maybe we're just a little tired. And Father, I just pray that you'd help us of all things to be a thankful people. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, we pray for those who are fighting for freedom. And Father, we thank you for those who provided ours, who are providing it even today. And Father, we pray for the marines who might have to be deployed. Father, we pray for our leaders to make right decisions. And Father, we Pray for those who are sick and apart from us. Pray for all those who are going to be traveling this week. And, Father, more than anything, as we go, we just pray that we would be thankful and that men might marvel of the wonderful God that we have. Father, we love you and we thank you now in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Whenever I've had opportunity to counsel in a marriage, often what I'll try to do is I'll ask them to make lists. One of the lists I'll ask them to do is make a list of what they love about their spouse. And to be quite honest with you, by the time they get into my office, there's not much that they can do with that list. Matter of fact, I've had some that say I can't think of one thing. Whenever somebody says something like that, you're just thinking, well, there's not much hope for this one. One of the things I'll ask them to do is to take into make a list of things that the other person can improve on, now they can write that list. And I'll just tell you that when the appreciation and the thankfulness for one's spouse goes out the window, the relationship goes out the window. And I would tell you that we are in a sense the bride of Christ. I don't, don't overthink that one, but we are part of the bride. If you're a church member, amen. And um, and we have a relationship with the Lord. Amen. And of all men in this world, we ought to be thankful. I want you to think about that. I, I, was, just, I was just trying to think, of, as I was thinking this week of what to preach, I was thinking about the different ways that we could show that we are a thankful people. And, and we'll look at that here in just a moment. But then I was trying to think of an example of somebody who was truly thankful. And the Lord put the demon-possessed man of Gadara on my heart. And I just, I thought about that, and I thought, man, that that had to have been one thankful guy. He was going to have a new bed to sleep in that night. He was going to be able to embrace his family again. He was going to be out of pain. (laughs) By the way, all things that most of us take for granted. Amen? Amen? here's a man that because of jesus christ his whole life had been given back to him and i guarantee you he anytime he smelled a flower for the first time again he had to be thankful anytime he had a drink of cool water he had to be thankful anytime he remembered about that day he met jesus christ he had to be thankful you know the bible does tell us let the redeemed of the lord say so and and a lot of times we just apply that, if you will, to the fact that we ought to tell everybody that we're saved. And praise the Lord, if you're saved, you ought to tell everybody. But it ought to be out of a heart of gratitude, because you know who I used to be? Anybody here used to be a sinner? Aren't you glad it's not like that anymore? I'm not saying that you're not still a sinner, because you are. Amen? So am I. Sorry. Well, I'm glad I'm not who I used to be. Amen. I just want to talk about thankfulness today, and it might be a short message, I don't know, but uh, I, first off, I want to take, and I want to show you, you know the word thankful is only used three times in the Bible? And so it's not really used all that often. And so you have to take and, and to take and to describe what thankfulness is, you have to take and you can't just use the words that we use because it's not in the Bible. It's just simply not. And uh, there's there's different words used. I'm not saying that the, the topic's not there because it certainly is. But it's not with the words that we would use. Uh, gratitude, not in the Bible. Not in the Bible. And uh, appreciation, as far as I, I, don't, I don't think I saw appreciation in there either. Um, And so, if you will, we're going to take a look at that. I want to look at those three cases here. Because the first one is in Psalm 100 and verse 4. Jim took us there at devotion time, but let's look at it again. And this is a psalm of praise. Some people believe it was a psalm of praise for new believers, for Gentile believers, Gentile converts. At least that's what it said whenever I, I took and studied about it a little bit. And if you will, they're being taught, if you will, how to praise the Lord. And in verse 1, it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. By the way, is is that all these, the actions of a thankful person? Yeah. And verse 3, it says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God, is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. I'll promise you this. Some of y'all probably have that psalm memorized. That's a good one to memorize. But I'll tell you, it, it talks about all the things we need to be thankful for, who we need to be thankful to, and, uh, and, and if you will, uh, the importance of, uh, of just proclaiming those wonderful truths. And so, if you will, again, verse 4, it says, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and praise His name. Go to Romans chapter one. It sounds like an odd place to find the word thankful, but it is. Romans chapter one, and look at verse twenty-one. And the Bible says, "Because that when they knew God, I'll just stop there for a second, because the two preceding verses talks about all the ways that God reveals Himself." Not just to his own, but to all of mankind, okay? How many of y'all know this? Even unbelievers know there's a God. They do. They can lie to you and say that they don't, but they know there's a God. How can you hate somebody you don't believe in, okay? Or hate, hate somebody that doesn't exist, right? And so, if you will, verse 21 again, Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. Thankful for what? I don't know, for being born? (laughs) For the beautiful, how many of y'all saw that gorgeous sunset? Was it Wednesday night when we were all coming to church? Honestly, if it wasn't a Kansas City Chiefs sunset, I would have really enjoyed it more. (laughs) I mean, it was as red of a red sky as I've ever seen, it was gorgeous. And I'll I'll confess to you, we were trying to speed the church to get a good picture of it. (laughs) And it had set. I mean, it was just setting so fast. And, And we just stopped and thought, folks, there's no reason why God had to make this world beautiful, and yet he did. It's beautiful. Thank you, Lord. I want to thank you for that. And thank him for every breath. And thank him for the blessings of life. Thank him for the challenges that he holds our hand through. Amen. Walks beside us with. And yet the Bible says when they knew God they glorified him not as God and neither were thankful. It became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Listen, I'm just telling you, uh, they just to take and to be unthankful is to be almost like an unbeliever. Amen. Is it easier to be thankful or unthankful? Because yeah, we can always think about something that any, I gotta say this because this has always bothered me. How many of y'all have ever seen the movie Sheffy? See how cultured y'all are. Us old people saw it back in the eighties, didn't we? Remember Sheffy? Sheffy was a Methodist uh, circuit preacher, and he would go from town to town, and they would feed him. And uh, I remember, I just this, I was just a new Christian, and they showed Thanksgiving one one year. They showed they had a family activity, and we watched Sheffy. It was a Christian movie and everything, and, uh, and this lady brought him into her house and fed him chicken and dumplings, excuse me, chicken and noodles. Now, I don't want to get charismatic on you here, but chicken and noodles is about as good as it gets. Y'all with me? And he's eating, and as he eats, he goes, it would have been better with dumplings Every time I think about that, it makes me mad. <laughs> Why, this dear lady brought you into her house, fed you the best she had, and all you could say to her was, it have been better with dumplings. <laughs> How many of us are like that with God? Well, God, thank you for all this, but it would have been better if. And folks, you can say thank you and still be ungrateful. Go to Colossians chapter 3 if you will. Look at verse 15. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15. The Bible says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you're called in one body, and be ye thankful. Keep reading, though, because it gives you context. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And if you'll notice there, it's in the context of thankfulness, but it says it admonishes and encourages those around you. Y'all see that? In, in you being thankful and praising God and giving your testimony of his goodness to you, you actually take and encourage the people around you, okay? Meaning what? Uh, well, you know what? Sometimes, I will tell you this, it's, sometimes it's bad when somebody's bragging all the time about how good their life is when you're having a bad day. Those people are irritating, aren't they? But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. What I'm trying to say is, you know what, take your turn. When you're having a blessed day, share your blessing. By the way, give all the praise to God. All right? But uh, can I also say this? It's okay to share the bad days too. You know, I, I will say we live in a world that everybody likes to post on Facebook when everything's going wonderful and then they go silent when everything's going bad. Uh, can I just say this? We ought to share the highs and the lows. Amen. Be thankful. And everything give thanks. Not just for the highs, but also for the lows. Even this. Remember when Jesus said this? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. David said that, of course. Think about this. Even in his lowest of times, he says, thou art with me. My rod and my staff. They comfort me. And so even in the lowest of times, I have things to be thankful for. And so if you will, let's talk about thankfulness here today. Let's talk about, if you will, what it is. And, and there's different ways to be thankful. And so what I did, I thought of as many words as I could. And then I went to I went to the thesaurus.com, okay? Because you don't have to buy a thesaurus anymore. They give it one free on the computer. Amen. All right, and, um, and I looked up thankful, and I was surprised there was only about a dozen words. Now, if anybody's ever been to that site, you can usually put a word, and you'll get 50, 100 words. I was shocked with how few words there were synonyms for the word thankful, okay? And a, c- a couple of them meant the same thing, so you couldn't even use them. So I really only came up with three or four different thoughts about what thankful is, and thankfulness, first off, is gratitude. Gratitude, if you will, is, is this was the definition. It was the quality or feeling of being grateful or thankful. Meaning this, gratitude is an attitude. Okay, meaning that you could be going through difficult times and to be thankful. All right. Now, some of uh, how many of young people have ever eaten bologna? I'm sorry. Uh, please forgive me. Some of seventy and eighty year olds are raising their hands. <laughs> Praise the Lord, amen. How many of y'all grew up on baloney? Thank you. If you talk to Wade, I wish Wade was here. Wade will tell you he hates baloney, green baloney. Am I thinking of the right guy? Might be him, I can't remember. No, I'm thinking of a different person. Tell Wade it wasn't him. <laughs> 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 but I'll remember He talked about he couldn't stand green bologna. I'll tell you why he ate green bologna. He was a prisoner. That's Wade prisoner. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But please take this the right way. If you had no food, would you eat a green bologna sandwich? I'm always touched by my mom. Uh, this time of year when I think about these things because my mom was a single mom and and, uh, she was doing all she could to provide a good living for us and uh, we had to eat liver a lot and brown beans a lot and the other day we were talking about to the kids and we were talking about all the things that they hated to eat and on top of that list it was liver and brown beans (laughs) and and, uh, I think about that I think about my mom Every time she ate an apple, she would leave one stem and four seeds. And the reason for that was, is when she was a youth, she didn't get fresh fruit. And so anytime time she got it, she wanted to eat all of it. And so she would leave a stem, just thankful to have an apple. I, I'm, I'm, Please forgive me, I'm reminiscing a little bit here. But there's nothing that grieves me more than to see a child take a bite out of an apple and then throw it away. Because it's a precious fruit, for one thing, and, and then the waste of it all. And to be honest with you, the unthankfulness of it all. Okay. Gratitude is really, it's, it's an attitude or it's a state of mind. Do you realize that you could be going through some of the most difficult of times and still be a thankful person? You could be thankful for your blessings. You could be thankful that God is with you. You could be thankful that, you know, like the demon-possessed man of what God has done in your life. Even though it's in the past, he still did it. Amen. And I, as I was thinking about that, I was trying to think of something that I could compare that to. And, and to me, if you will, then, gratitude is kind of like joy. See, you can be unhappy and joyful. You guys understand that? You can be unhappy and joyful. Meaning what? You can be going through a sorrowful time. uh, Let's say a loss of a loved one. Are you going to be unhappy? Yeah, absolutely. You'd be unhappy and you'd be just sad and you could be crying and yet joyful. Why? Well, I don't know about you, but if they were a Christian. I'm glad I'm going to see him again someday in heaven. As tears roll down your face, you guys understand. And so, if you will, that gratitude is that is that attitude that we walk around with, saying saying this is even in in good times. I'm going to be happy, and in bad times, I'm going to be happy or I'm going to have gratitude, if you will. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to have that spirit of thankfulness, and 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 just grateful for the things of God. Grateful that you're still alive. Amen. Uh, uh, Have you all noticed? I, I dyed my hair. I dyed it gray. It's looking good, isn't it? (laughs) I I looked in the mirror yesterday when I was shaving. I looked in, I said, who's this gray old man? And, uh, well, can I just tell you this? I'm just grateful I still got hair. (laughs) (laughs) Let it turn white. I don't care. Just stick on here. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) And so... It's just an attitude of thankfulness, and, and 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 it's you know it's if you will being an optimist or or, or putting a positive spin or, or and everything or seeing the 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 silver lining. Amen. Y'all understand? It's just an attitude that says, you know what, and everything. Give thanks. I'm just going to have an attitude that. Now, isn't it wonderful? I'm up here preaching like that. And then life happens. And any of y'all ever have to re inspire yourself to remember, you know what? You got a lot to be thankful for. You got a lot to be thankful for. What can we be grateful for? I, I, I think, I think, I think, yeah, everything, amen. But think about this. You'd be thankful for opportunities. What do you mean? You mean like to witness to Caesar? Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, awesome. wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't you love to, how many of y'all would like to have a half an hour to witness to the president? Amen? Okay, well, here's what you got to do. You got to get arrested. You got to get on a ship you got to go through a storm. you got to have your life threatened. you got to be shipwrecked. Come on. And then maybe I'll give you a chance. In everything, give thanks. The guy who wrote that, he said, I've learned whatsoever state that I'm in, therewith to be content. Amen? He wasn't talking about Arkansas. (laughs) He was talking about being a prisoner. Amen? We can can have gratitude in our opportunities. How about our ministries, our responsibilities? I I told you I'm going to try to start being a little bit more maybe transparent about uh, the ministry. I, I tell you, I'm just going to be honest with you. There's times the ministry's is hard. Uh, somebody said this on Facebook the other day: if the, if, "If the ministry's so easy, why isn't everybody applying for my job?" I've, I've kind of embraced that. I kind of like that. It makes me grin. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I've discovered if I meditate on it just this long, you guys are going through things too. You got things going on in your family? A ministry. Amen. You guys know what I'm talking about? I'll move on. Okay. Thankfulness really is is and, and by the way, if you don't have the right attitude, you're never gonna have the right result. Okay? If you don't have the right attitude, you're never gonna have the right result. Okay? I don't know why this is on my mind here. Any of y'all remember playing football in the 70s? I'm just seeing how old. Okay, that's old guys here. Remember what they gave us to keep us in good shape during those summer workouts? Salt tablets. I'm sorry. You know what they give you guys now? Yeah, water. <laughs> We weren't allowed to have water because it made you weak. Right? And you know what they were trying to instill was an attitude of toughness in you. To be honest with you, it wasn't a very healthy way to do it. <laughs> but they were just trying, if you will, to put the right mentality in you because they would practice you hard and they would make you suffer and they would beat you up intentionally. Why? Because when you got in the game, they knew the opponent was going to do the same thing to you. Amen. And they just wanted you to have that mentality, okay, of toughness. And so God wants us to have the mentality or gratitude, okay? And so we see a different way to be thankful is gratitude. The the other way is appreciation. Now think about this. What's the difference between gratitude and appreciation? Well, gratitude was kind of an attitude, a mental state, if you will. And appreciation is the act of estimating or esteeming the qualities of things and giving them their proper value, uh, another simpler way to say that is thankful recognition. Okay, and so appreciation is important. You know, is 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 a desire to show that you are thankful. Okay, and and so you have a desire. I want I want to show you how thankful I am. A lot of times people will do uh, thank you cards or or they'll call you up and, and thank you or they'll look you in the eye. Hey, I want to thank you for doing that for me. Jimmy the other day got his got his. Uh, rubbery taken out of his fence right and and posted thankful for these young wonderful young folks praise the lord for that amen by the way they did something for him because they were thankful for him and then he did something for them because he was thankful for them it's appreciation can i tell you it's good to have a mutual appreciation society it's okay to say thank you every once in a while it'd be good every once in a while parents to walk up to the sunday school teacher hey thank you for your faithfulness I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for being there for my kids. Amen. I thank you for all the hard work that you do. Thank you, uh, you know, maybe find uh, somebody else. It, it's just good to take and have that, uh, that appreciative attitude. You know, think about God and appreciation. If you think about it, some people would say, well, that's, that's unspiritual. You shouldn't have to do things wanting to be given a thank you. Oh, I didn't say you should want a thank you. I said you should give a thank you. Amen. And so, if you will, think about this, even God, he, he, he tells us this, Luke chapter 17, go there, Luke chapter 17, and look at verse 7, and uh, Jesus is teaching this principle, if you will, to his, his disciples, because they're all wanting to sit on the right hand or the left hand, they're all wanting treasure, they're all wanting power, and uh, so if you will, they're wanting their thank you, okay? And so in verse 7, Jesus teaches this principle. He says, but which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say unto him by and by when he has come from the field, go and sit down to meat,' and will not rather say unto him, make ready wherewith I may sup, meaning I know you're tired. I know you've been working in the field all day, but you're the servant. I'm the master. Go make dinner. I'm hungry. Amen. Well, that seems kind of unfair. Well, folks, uh, uh, by the way, as you become an adult, you realize that you work before you go to work, and then you work, and then when you come home, you work, and uh, you all want to sit down, don't you? Please take this the right way. Uh, life is long, and life is hard, and I think sometimes we all just want to sit down, and God says, I'm sorry, i got more for you to do. i got more for you to do. By the way, he didn't say, I'm sorry. Amen. The Bible says this, he says, and he said, Engird thyself and serve me till I have eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Uh, by the way, that, that'll make for a good sermon because one day one day we're going to be at a wonderful meal, amen. 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 The Bible says, Doth he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I trow not. let me interpret that for you, I don't think so <laughs> amen, I don't think so. So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all the things which are commanded you, say, say, it says say it, so let's say it. Say it with me. We are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. Folks, please take this the right way. That ought to be your attitude. That ought to be your attitude. Listen, I'm an unprofitable servant. I'm just doing what I'm called to do or what I'm supposed to do, okay? Having said that. That ought not be everybody else's attitude. Do y'all understand? Get a hold of this. What our personal attitude, nobody owes us anything. Amen? And we shouldn't do things just for the thank you note or the prize or the reward. That ought to be our attitude. But woe to us if it's our attitude about everybody else. Because even Jesus, if you will, uh, he teaches again. go to Revelation chapter, uh, excuse me, I, I got ahead of myself. Uh, um, what, what's Jesus going to give us? What's Jesus, any of y'all looking forward to something for being a faithful servant? Come on now. A mansion? Well, you're going to start right at the top, aren't you? Amen. <laughs> I didn't write that one down. That's good. A mansion. Amen. Uh, Crown. Uh, by the way I just pulled this out if anybody wants to study it for yourself it's a good Bible study on crowns I think it's on our website to be honest with you but uh, there's the incorruptible crown the crown of rejoicing the crown of righteousness the crown of life the crown of glory and by the way if you're a faithful servant you know what God's got one maybe more for you I think you heard how I believe it you're just going to get one but it's going to be aspects of all those things just that's just my personal belief. Yeah, y'all. Is is a crown gonna make you smile? Everybody's getting spiritual on me here. Is it if you if you get a crown, are you gonna be happy you got one? Yeah. Anybody been to Trophy Day? Everybody got a trophy, but you. <laughs> that's an unhappy day. Okay. And so my whole point is this: some of you are saying, "What's Trophy Day?" Okay. That's another sermon for another day, amen. <laughs> Any of y'all want a well done? Amen. Go, go there, I want you to see this. Go to, go, to, go to Matthew chapter 25, I want you to see this. Matthew chapter 25. Look at verse, um, look at verse 14. The Bible says, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. And by the way, folks, that, that master is Jesus. You are the ones that were given the talents. He gave you as many as you can handle according to your several ability. Come on now, amen. And by the way, some of y'all got more talents than others. Amen. And so when he comes back, the one who had five says, I've gained five more, I got ten. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. The one with two came and said, I've I've gotten two more. Amen. Well, you didn't get ten like him, so I'm only going to... No, no, no. He said... Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I'll make you rule over many things. And folks, get a hold of this. Someday, God's saying right in here, he said, you ought to walk around with the attitude. You don't need to thank you. You're a servant. But don't you ever forget, you're going to get a mansion. And you're going to get a crown. And you're going to get uh, a well done. Come on. And, you know, we sing that song, it will be worth it all. Amen. And I want you to know sometimes we feel like that we're underappreciated. Amen. But can I tell you, that's the wrong attitude. We ought to have an attitude of gratitude. Okay. I was thinking about this. What are you going to do with those crowns? You're going to be sitting on thrones. Jesus is going to walk into the room. And you're going to have the opportunity to cast those crowns at his feet. Y'all with me? How many of y'all believe you deserve those crowns? Did you make it yourself? Is it something that God owed you? It's none of those things. You know, one of the things that Mindy does every vacation Bible school is is we uh, take up an offering from the kids and, and and we take our spare change and throw it in a change jar all year long. And then Vacation Bible school year comes and she'll bring that jar and and uh, she'll look at the little kids and she'll say, Do you have any money for offering? No, I don't have any money. We'll reach in and get some. You know? And I'm thinking, Hey, there's some quarters in that No I'm just joking. And do you have anything to give? No. Well, grab some. Do you have anything to give? Well, grab some. And she'll make sure everybody in her class. Now, all, all you teachers that keep grabbing that jar. <laughs> because there's nothing sadder than to see Vacation Bible School and the plate gets passed and a kid doesn't have something to throw in there. And I've never seen one complain yet, well, I didn't deserve that, I, that doesn't belong to me. Oh, no, I didn't earn that. You know, every kid I've ever seen reaches their hand in the jar so that they have the joy of throwing something in the offering plate. And folks, all we deserve is hell. And God says, here's a crown. When I walk into the room, I want everybody to have one so they can throw it at my feet. I don't know about you, but that's appreciation. Amen. Just having the opportunity, if you will, uh, to take and to recognize that you're thankful. You know, if you will, thankfulness is gratitude. It's appreciation. It also means to be contented or satisfied. Okay? How many of y'all are contented or satisfied? What do, you, what do you mean contented or satisfied? Go to Luke chapter 6 and look at verse 35 and I'll show you the opposite. I'll show you the opposite and you tell me if you're contented or satisfied. <laughs> Luke 6, verse 35. The Bible says, but love your enemies. I got the right one. And do good and land, hoping for nothing again. Okay. And your reward shall be great, and you shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. And you know what he's saying? He's saying Jesus is thankful. Jesus is good to the unthankful and the evil. Okay? Well, please take this the right way. What he's saying is you need to learn to do the same thing. And you need to be satisfied when you do something good for somebody and they're unthankful for it. You give them a bologna sandwich that you're thrilled to have, and they say, I didn't want bologna, I wanted..." <laughs> We've had this conversation, have we? we? <laughs> folks, please take this the right way, but we live in a world full of takers. I'm gonna say that again. We live in a world full of takers, and sometimes we get weary with well doing. And we just have to be satisfied that we were doing the right thing. We don't need a thank you, okay? But we're satisfied. Well, for one thing, we're gonna get one someday. Amen. I know it's kind of a heavy message, and I don't I don't want it to be, but I, I want you to th- I want you to know this. I think all of us deal sometimes with just being worn out for doing and thinking that nobody cares, okay? And sometimes we just got to be satisfied knowing that we really don't need thank yous from the world, okay? We need to be, the Bible says in the last days that men are going to be unthankful, amen? Amen. By the way, I think, unfortunately, we're going to be learning to be thankful again. But the problem is, is we're going to have to lose everything before. Come on now, amen. How many of y'all know padded pews are a luxury? Air conditioning and heating is a luxury. The freedom to assemble here without worried about being arrested when we walk out, luxury. Amen. We need to be satisfied with what we have. We, we need to have an attitude of gratitude. We need to show appreciation when none is shown to us. We need to be contented, and we need to be satisfied. And then we kind of need to be obligated. This is another word for thankful. It means to be obligated or beholden, meaning I owe something. Okay? Well, what do you mean? Well, go to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. And look at verse 8. I could take you to 1 Corinthians, or 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Say either 17 or 18. But here in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 8, the Bible says, Yea, doubtless, I count all things, but, what does the Bible say? Lost. Meaning this, I, listen, as far as I'm concerned, I've lost everything, because now I've gained the one thing that's important to me. Okay. He says, Yea, doubtless I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. You know what he's saying? Folks, this man was an academic scholar. He was a ruler. There's no doubt he was probably a rich man. Okay, I'm talking about Paul who wrote this. Amen. Uh, he, he was a leader in all those areas. He was highly respected. Amen. And he basically said this. He said, I gave all that away because I just want one thing. I just want to know Jesus. And it doesn't mean he wants to know about him. It means he wants to have an intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And the Bible says here again, it says, Yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of, what? All things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. That's my prize. That's my thank you. Please forgive me, but in the Civil Air Patrol, uh, 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 one of the nicknames is come and pay. So you're investing personal time and money all the time. And they talk about how you got to learn to accept your paycheck. And your paycheck is when you've made a difference in the life of an individual that you're working with. Maybe you had an opportunity to witness to somebody or, or you've been there in a the time of need. and 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 you really get nothing, but you get everything. Because, can I just say this? What a wonderful privilege we have to be the servants of Jesus Christ. What a wonderful privilege we have to be the children of Jesus Christ. Amen? What a wonderful opportunity. Verse 9, the Bible says, And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Literally, he, he was just so thankful. He, was, he, was, he had gratitude, he had appreciation, he was satisfied with what God had given him life, and he had an obligation to live a life of thanks because of all that Jesus Christ had done for him. Would to God that we could be thankful. I, 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 I want to hit two other points, and I just want you to think about this. When it comes to times like this, I think we also ought to be thoughtful. We need to be thankful, we need to be thoughtful. What do I mean? Take inventory. Listen, Go home and think about all the things you had to be thankful for. And i got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm just going to be, again, transparent with you. It, it's been a rough week in a, in a couple of ways. And, and to be honest with you, at one point of this week, it was just kind of rough. And, and I was thinking, what am I going to say at, at the praise service on, on, on Sunday night? I just, to be honest with you, I just a little wore out, to be honest with you. And uh, folks, there's just so much to be thankful for. But I had to stop thinking about me, myself, and I, and I had to start thinking about the God who had gifted me all the wonderful graces of, his, of, of my life. Amen. We need to be thoughtful. We need to take inventory. And then, please take this right way, we need to tell someone. Is that what the demon-possessed man did? Isn't that what the woman at the well did? Come, see a man told me everything I ever did. <laughs> but he's also saved my soul. Amen tell someone. You say, well, I don't like speaking in public. You know, uh, when we have praise services, some of us are more comfortable praising, but it's when the one who doesn't like speaking up, even they might just say a little thing, okay? But it's so meaningful because they're saying, I, I'm willing to come out just a little bit and tell you that I got a great God, and I'm thankful for who he is and what he's done. Uh, thankfulness is, is being thankful, it's being thoughtful, And then it's being transformational. I just want to hit this and move on. Can I tell you this? A demon-possessed man was a different man after that. And I will promise you this. If we embrace these principles, it can't help but transform our lives for our better and for our testimony for Jesus Christ. Friend, if you're here and you don't know Christ as your Savior, let today be the day. Let me encourage you to be truly thankful. And if you can, please do be here tonight for our service. And let's just give glory to God who is worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. Amen. Let's all stand, if you would. Now, see, you all ought to be thankful, because my clock says I just preached till one (laughs) o'clock. Amen. Get your email, if you would. I lost the number. Just tell me. Number three hundred and sixty-six. Listen, if God's spoken to you anyway, maybe you just want to come say thank you. Maybe you want to come to be saved if you never trusted Christ. Let uh, let uh, let now be the time. You come as we sing three sixty-six.